hermit stands on the top of an icy mountain. Darkness surrounds him. There's a blackness behind him. He's alone, but he is not lonely because he's found the light within. He carries his own spiritual light. He looks down below to the people who are coming up the path towards him. The light from the six-rayed star in his lantern illuminates the way below for the others on their way up the mountain. And his light's not hidden. His light's not hidden. He follows the words of Jesus from the Gnostic Gospel of Thomas uh, from verse 33, where he says, For no one lights a lamp and puts it under a bushel, nor does he put it in a hidden place, but rather he sets it on a lampstand so that everyone who enters and leaves will see its light. The hermit is an adept. He's a magical prophet. He's a magician. He reminds you of Merlin or Gandalf or even Dumbledore from Harry Potter. And his gray robe represents the union of opposites. His blue crown that's on his head is shaped like a Hebrew letter Yod, which represents his connection to Yechidah, the one presence, and yod heh the one universal spirit from Kabbalah. The union of opposites is also known as enlightenment, divine illumination, and the her hermit, the hermit in a tarot reading, uh, usually signifies wisdom from above. He represents the divine spirit, the universal mind, the I am consciousness, both within and above us and you personally. And today the hermit has a message for you. And that message is let your light shine. Let your light shine. So today on the Cosmic Eye Show, on our Sunday Tarot Talk, we're going to be talking about the hermit, the ninth key, actually the 10th card in our major arcana of the tarot deck. And each week we're covering another one of these cards. Uh, so thank you for joining us. We appreciate you being here. Uh, you can follow us at Cosmic Eye Tarot or find out more information at CosmicEye.org if you want to more, find out more about us. And as I said, uh, each week we're doing on these Sunday Tarot Talks, one of the ma major arcana we're going through uh, each one, we're on key nine. So we're going from zero, uh, which is the fool, to the world, which is key 21. And today, as I said, key nine, the hermit. Key nine, the hermit. So I want to start this as I do each week, uh, speaking uh, from the pattern on the trestle board uh, from Dr. Paul Foster Case, the founder of uh, the Builders of the Aditum, BOTA, a uh, beautiful organization out in Los Angeles. Uh, I uh, Oh, most of my tarot knowledge to this great teacher, and he's here with us in spirit. So thank you, Dr. Case. Uh, so the pattern on the trestle board. This is the truth about the self. Zero, all the power that ever was or will be is here now. Number one, I'm a center of expression for the primal will to good, which eternally creates and sustains the universe. Number two, through me, it's unfailing wisdom takes form in thought and word. Number three, filled with understanding of its perfect law and guided moment by moment along the path of liberation. Number four, from the exhaustless riches of its limitless substance, I draw all things needful, both spiritual and material. Number five, I recognize the manifestation of the undeviating justice in all the circumstances of my life. Number six, in all things great and small, I see the beauty of the divine expression. Number seven, living from that will supported by its unfailing wisdom and understanding, mine is the victorious life. 
Number eight, I look forward with confidence to the perfect realization of the eternal splendor of the limitless light. Number nine, in thought and word and deed, I rest my life from day to day upon the sure foundation of eternal being. And number 10, the kingdom of spirit is embodied in my flesh. So that is a Kabbalistic affirmation. And for those of you who know the tree of life uh, from Kabbalah, you'll recognize that each one of those affirmations uh, deals with uh, one of the sefirot, one of the sefirah uh, that uh, in, in order, there's 10 of them. And so we go, we start from Keter and go down to Malchut uh, in that affirmation. So it's a beautiful affirmation that you can use in your life that'll uh, really bring some, some joy and some, some focus and a connection to that divine part of yourself uh, when you repeat it to yourself. Uh, the pattern on the trestle board, you can find that online. So let's jump into this hermit. Let's jump into this hermit and see what he has to tell us today. So as we talked about before, the hermit is an adept. So he represents a certain level of attainment in this spiritual work. Uh, an adept is a wise one, uh, one who's realized God consciousness, uh, one who has realized that uh, true self within. Uh, and as I said in a reading, he signifies wisdom from above. So he represents the divine spirit both above and within us. And so those are, those are meanings for your reading. Uh, but then also today we're going to touch on some of those things we talked about in the description uh, at the beginning of this. So, you know, I want to I I show you how you can relate these cards to your life and help create transformation in your own life by understanding the symbolism and going deeper into these cards. And I want to encourage you to meditate on them uh, for at least five minutes a day. It will be uh, five minutes really, really well spent. It'll help to open up your consciousness and get you in touch with the powers that these cards represent. So keep that in mind. So work this week. Um, with the hermit card and you'll get great results so the hermit stands up on this cold dark lonely mountain you see him at the top of this uh, he's not uh, cold he's protected by his cloak but he's also warmed by the spirit within the spirit of love the presence the one divine presence within and he's alone but he's not lonely he's not lonely uh, this sounds strange to us to think about this idea, because when we first think about the idea of being alone, we're probably reminded of ideas of, you know, being bored and, lone, you know, feeling lonely, uh, maybe even a, a feeling of depression or anxiety. But the hermit carries his own life. As I said, he's warm from that spirit within. He's connected to that one presence and that one power. So he knows that even if he if it seems like he's alone up on this mountaintop, he's not. He's always connected to this higher presence at all times. And again, that refers to that, uh, that cap that he wears or that crown that he wears that's blue. Uh, and you can see that in the BOTA card. I highly encourage you to check that out online if you, uh, if you get a chance or use your own deck if you can see that. Uh, he's very similar to the, uh, to the hermit in the uh, Rider Waite deck as well. Uh, so that one's a usable one. That, that uh, Yod, that Hebrew letter Yod that is on top of his head, again, represents Yehidah, which is a very similar concept to the one in uh, Indian philosophy of the Atman, the higher self within, uh, as well as the divine name for God. 
in the Hebrew Bible, Yod Hey Vav Hey, that divine name represented by those four letters, otherwise known as Tetragrammaton, uh, often um, mistranslated as Jehovah or Yahweh. Uh, the actual pronunciation of that is a mystery. Uh, so the the name that that represents, or the the Yod Hey Vav Hey represents that force, that one divine power within us all. So. As I said, he's connected to that higher presence. We have to remember that in ourselves. And that's one thing that the hermit reminds us when we work with this card, is that divine presence is within us all the time. And it's, you know, it's at work in other people as well. So it's important to remember, if you think about this idea of meeting someone sort of spirit to spirit, as opposed to ego to ego, that's going to lift you up to a higher vibrational plane. Uh, Angel and I actually talked about that in our last podcast in the Spirit Work podcast. I encourage you to check that one out if you're interested in that idea, how to connect uh, to higher levels of vibration and uh, clairvoyance and so forth. So we talked about that. Uh, we need to carve out time in our lives to connect to this force within us, though, to connect to this light within us. We need to get away from uh, our partner, you know, the husband, the kids, the wife friends, family, business associates, and so on. So make some time for ourselves to really kind of commune with this presence that's within us. You know, especially today with all of the demands on our lives from, you know, social media and from, um, from work and from all these digital sort of promptings that occur and news and all these things that are uh, happening around us. We have to take time to unplug. And that's another thing that the hermit represents is unplugging and moving away from listening to the outside um, and then turning, turning that inward. So turning that, that ear that was pointed outward in essence, uh, that listening capacity that we have and then turning it inward and listening to the presence within, listening to the I am within and really trying to feel that, that love of this presence. You know, there's a, there's a divine love that, you know, holds everything together. It keeps everything in perfect order. And that's part of us and it's part of our internal structure as well. So take time to be alone with spirit. In the Gnostic Gospel of Thomas, um, which I was quoting from at the beginning, uh, in verse 49, Jesus says, Blessed are the solitary and elect, for you will find the kingdom, for you are from it, and to it you will return. You are from it. And to it, you will return the kingdom. You're from it. So in the next verse, he goes on uh, in verse 50, and he says, if they say to you, he's speaking to the disciples, if they say to you, where did you come from? Say to them, we came from the light, the place where the light came into being. So this kingdom that Jesus is referring to seems to be connected to light. It seems to be connected to that, uh, that place within, that deep place within, that presence within us. Uh, where, where we connect to the creation, where we connect to the beginning, where we connect to eternal, uh, eternal uh, beingness, as it were, eternal beingness. So sometimes in order to shine your own light, like the hermit is telling us, he's showing, he's showing us how to shine our light, you've got to first find your light. So you've, you've got to learn how to be alone. Uh, you, you not, and, and not feel that loneliness to let your light shine. So you know, there's this idea that, you know, you can, you can even find yourself being alone in a crowd. And I, I mean that in a good way. In other words, like, 
you're not swayed by the energy and the ideas and the uh, sort of group mind that's going on around you, but you are an individual. And we're gonna talk more about that when we talk about carrying your own light. So the hermit says, let your light shine, let your light shine. So you've got to also learn to carry your own light. So we all have a unique purpose. We have a destiny that we're born to fulfill on this earth plane. We're here to learn. We're here to grow spiritually, to connect, to experience life. But we also have a, a true will, a true purpose within us that's unique and individual to us. And connecting to this uh, understanding within us can sometimes uh, be a little bit challenging. Sometimes we feel like we don't know what that purpose is, or maybe we ignore it, or maybe it's you know, locked away in the shadow or the recesses of our mind or heart somewhere. Uh, but, but it's there, and it always gives us clues. It gives us clues in our dreams. It gives us clues in our, in our daydreams and our fantasies. It gives us clue, clues when we feel our bliss, you know, Joseph Campbell always talked about following your bliss. So when you get those little hits, those little intuitional hits of bliss and joy when you're doing something, that's giving you a clue that that's something connected to your true purpose, your true will. Another challenge sometimes is, is not only finding it, but then sometimes we do find it and our purpose seems like it's at odds with our day-to-day -day life, with our family situation, with the amount of money we have or don't have or where we live or you know what religion we were born into or you know what whatever it is what culture we are all these different things seem to be at odds sometimes with our uh, with our true purpose let's just take for example maybe you're a nurse maybe you're a nurse and you like your work you're paid well and you know you you're, you you do you work hard you know you and you're you've been working through this this stuff with COVID and all that, and you know, and you're you're really, you know, you're you're putting your nose to the grindstone, as they say, and and so on. But you know, you're doing good work, and you know, you're helping people. But some part of you knows that hmm, this really doesn't feel like it's my true purpose or my destiny. I like helping people, but I don't know that I like being in a hospital setting. Let's say, or I, you know, I want to connect with people on a deeper level and you know, the way HMOs are set up, I don't have the time to work with patients the way they want to, whatever it is, right? This is just an example. It's a hypothetical example, but I do feel like it's for someone. I feel like it's for someone that's out there. Either this specific thing or something is going to be sparked in you that's going to give you an idea where you're going to understand your true purpose from what I'm saying. I know someone is going to connect to this right now. I can feel it. So what you really want to be doing, for example, let's say in this case of this nurse is teaching yoga teaching yoga, but you're worried maybe you won't make enough money or your family will think you're some kind of, you know, granola, new age, hippie kook or something, you know, maybe you grew up conservative, who knows, right? Whatever other negative thoughts might come up that are kind of preventing you from this idea of being a yoga instructor, well, what do you, you know, what do you do in that case when he seems to be, uh, when, when your purpose seems to be at odds with your material situation? Well, let's look at the hermit for some wisdom. We see that the hermit is carrying this large lamp. He's carrying this large lamp with a six-rayed star in it. And the, the lamp actually looks like it might be a bit heavy. Maybe it's a little uncomfortable to carry at times, and maybe he wants to put it down. But as he carries this lamp, it becomes lighter and lighter and easier and easier to carry. In fact, it becomes sort of a, he couldn't live without it. 
becomes like a part of his his body you know it's he's, he's like a martial artist with a sword or something like that you know it just becomes an extension of him uh, but at first it was a little uncomfortable and a bit hard to carry and so on and the thing is he kept with it and he kept holding it and he kept uh, shining his light because it was his true purpose and now he can't put it down because there's joy in it. It brings him joy. It brings him bliss to shine his light. And it's his divine purpose to light the way for others. And in the same way, you've got a purpose and you need to shine. You need to let your light shine and carry your own light like the hermit's doing. Uh, one of my favorite sayings from the Gospel of Thomas is from uh, verse number 70. And, and Jesus says, if you bring forth, if you bring forth what is within you, what you bring forth will save you. If you do not bring forth what is within you, what you do not bring forth will destroy you, will destroy you. So pray and meditate on that and work at finding this true purpose. I should say at recognizing it because it's all around you all the time and it gives you hints all the time. I'll find that true purpose, recognize that true purpose within you. And it will save you. If you don't follow your heart, your true will, you know, it might not kill you, but honestly, you might wish that you were dead. And it's, you know, worse to live a, a life of, of burden and dread and frustration and anxiety and depression than it is to just embrace what seems so challenging sometimes, our true purpose, what seems so, you know, so different or so... Uh, out of reach, but it's not. It's right within you. And once you begin to embrace that truth within yourself, that true will, that true power, unseen hands, what Robert Johnson, the great Jungian analyst, would, would call slender threads, these things will begin to, to help you out and doors will open up where you didn't recognize them before. When you're following your bliss and you're following your true purpose, synchronicities will occur. And as I said, new doors will open and things will happen that you weren't even prepared for. So carry your own light, carry that unique light and let your light shine out. You know, learn that lesson from the hermit. He lights the way for others. He stands on this mountaintop, you know, and that's part of this mission too. That's part of your mission is to light the way for others. A hermit holds the lamp and has this beautiful six rayed star. That six-rate star of, of union of the opposites. That six-rate star of the union of the opposites, sometimes called the star of David at the upper and the lower meeting. Uh, it's known as uh, fire and water. It's, you know, the opposites. Uh, to light the way, he holds it to light the way for those below. As I said, he's an adept. He's a wise old man. He's also a symbol of the ancient of days. In that case, he's connected to the God consciousness, the super consciousness. He's enlightened, enlightened. Think about that, enlightened. Uh, one of the ways he learned and grew spiritually to get to this place was teaching others, lighting the way for those below. You know, you've all heard the saying, and I heard this growing up myself, that if you really want to learn how to do something well, you teach it to others. And I've totally found this to be true in my own life. I've... Uh, not talked about this too much, but occasionally I mentioned on the show that I studied, uh, I've studied Eskrima, which is Filipino martial arts, a uh, form of uh, stick and knife fighting and hand-to-hand -hand combat uh, for probably 18 or more years now. And probably five or six years ago, I think, 
I lose track of time. Uh, I began teaching. And after I started teaching, you know, it's, it's always challenging at the beginning, uh, but a new level of understanding about the art uh, started to kind of unfold in my mind. Things that didn't quite make sense before, why you did this block this way versus that way, or how this angle was better than that angle, it stuff starts to become illuminated because the, you're on the other side suddenly. You're not, you're not, you're not learning, you're, you're not learning, you're not taking the instruction, you're giving the instruction. So it gives you a completely different perspective, like a 180 perspective. You're literally on the other side showing the student how to do it instead of learning from the teacher who's showing you. So it's interesting because some moves that you think you know how to do really well, and you actually do know how to do really well, it's are very difficult to explain. So the body knows, for example, but the mind doesn't. So when you're trying to explain it to the student, you have to sort of step out of yourself and kind of imagine yourself hovering above and thinking about, okay, where does my hand go at this particular time? And where does this thing go? And, you know, what's the timing on this? And when do I strike? And when do I block? And, you know, it's, it's interesting because you really evolve to a new level in your art when you teach, whatever it is. And, I, you know, I really began to see it from a completely different perspective. And I'm still learning, you know, it's always a growing process. And like my uh, teacher, Grandmaster Nene, uh, one of the greatest uh, martial arts, uh, Filipino martial artists alive today, honestly, I thank him greatly for his teachings. Uh, but he always says, and I learned this from him, he always says, I'm a student, I'm always learning, my art is always evolving. And I mean, his, his skill is off the charts. You know, it's amazing. The speed, the, the quality and the, you know, and the sort of like almost like psychic ability to anticipate where the opponent is going. It's incredible. It just blows your mind. But you think, and he's saying, I still have something to learn. So it's like that really, you know, humbled me and made me really learn to appreciate the idea of teaching and still being a student and so forth. So whatever you do and whatever kind of skills you have, you can share those things with people. And there's a there's a quality of, of a transfer of energy, almost like a guru-student uh, relationship that occurs. There's, a, there's an energetic um, sort of transfer that goes on beyond the level of like, I'm teaching you, you know, how to knit or how to, you know, roll sushi or, uh, you know, how to how to paint a picture or something like that. There's this sort of thing where, you know, it doesn't really matter the skill. We're sort of, when we're sharing, we're shining that light and we're sharing our light. And especially if it's something we're passionate about, you know, we really are making the world a better place to live. You know, even if it's, you know, if we're, we're teaching someone something that seems to us to really not make a difference. Like for example, just, oh, here's how I make vegan pancakes or what, whatever it is, you know, here's how, you know, I make a, a pie. Uh, those things are important. All, you know, life is these small moments. It's, it's, it's not these grand gestures. Those grand gestures are, are important and these, you know, giant heroic stories are important and so forth. But really day-to-day -day life is made up of these small things done with positive vibration and good intention attached to them. So when you, when you, when you start to light the way for others, you increase your own connection to spirit. Your light inside yourself grows even stronger. That divine light shines out even more. And it's a process of more makes more. To him to who, to him who has, more will be given, Jesus said. So it's an interesting thing. So you have that faith, that divine light. You give it out. 
and you get more of it in return. And so it's like that law of karma where, you know, if you share and you, you know, you share with, uh, you know, of your abundance with others, you know, you get it back tenfold. Uh, Jesus said in Matthew 5, 16, in the, in the New Testament, the regular New Testament, I've been reading from the Gospel of Thomas and Gnostic Gospels prior to this, but in the New Testament, it says, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your, your Father, which is in heaven. And another way to kind of interpret this or look at this is he's saying, look, let your light shine, light the way for others so that you both may experience more of the one divine light that's within and that we all came from. So light that way for others and let your light shine out there and really do, um, you know, it does make a difference. It will change your life to light your, to light the way for others and show others and teach and share of the good things that you have and that you know. Uh, it makes a complete difference out there, you know, and it's, and it also, it's, it's like, in a sense, lighting with candles so you know you have that flame and you can light that candle of wisdom in the other person and then they can take it and they can light that candle of wisdom in the other person and it's this eternal flame that's being passed from person to person to person and it increases the light for all of us so the hermits taught us some important things today i believe you know we saw at the beginning how he stood on the mountain alone but he wasn't lonely and we learned that we can find our own light within so look for that and think about this week, uh, how you can connect to that light within. Uh, we looked at the hermit, uh, how the hermit carries his own light, how he carries his own light. And we talked a little bit about how we have to uh, find our true will, our own purpose, and carry our own light. And sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes the lamp feels a bit heavy. And sometimes uh, at the beginning of this, we, we may not know how we're going to carry out our true will, but get started and work on it and allow it to unfold in your life. And as I said, like new uh, unseen doors will open up. And it just seems hard at the beginning because it's something we're not used to. But when you uh, connect to that true will, things will begin to unfold in an easy way. It's the, 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 the fact that it seems difficult to carry out your life's purpose is an illusion and it's it's an idea that uh that we have to get rid of it really is is not difficult it may take time uh it may you know it may take some work but once you attach to that idea and you're clear about what your true purpose is and you begin to take action on it and build it and visualize it in your mind and pray and affirm for it, it unfolds in a magical way. It really does. Uh, and then we saw how the hermit's shining his light from above. He's illuminating the path for others below. And we, you know, we learned how we can light the way with whatever skills we have in our lives. We can light the way for others. And if that's something spiritual or it's something physical or it's some, you know, skill in finance or, you know, or it's that you can donate to a cause that you appreciate, whatever it is, uh, these are all ways to connect with the spiritual light that we're all born from, that we all share, that universal light that we're, that, you know, makes us one. It makes us humanity. It puts us in touch with all things, with the animals and the birds and the trees and the ocean and the earth itself uh, the galaxy and the stars and other planets it's like this is you know this is the one light uh, and you can imagine that like the light of the sun it shines on everyone it shines on everyone 
but it also shines from within. That's the beautiful thing about it. So this week, as you work and go through your day-to-day -day challenges, remember that light. Remember shining that light. Don't forget the hermit and learn to let your light shine like the hermit. And I've got one last quote from the Gospel of Thomas. And Jesus said, there is light within a man of light, and he lights up the whole world. If he does not shine, he is darkness. There is light within a man of light, and he lights up the whole world. If he does not shine, he is darkness. So the opposite of, of shining out your light is actually being in darkness. And that's why oftentimes we feel depressed when we're not living according to our light, according to our truth, according to our true will and purpose. Uh, so keep that in mind this week and take these lessons from the hermit work for at least five minutes a day, uh, meditating on this hermit card, contemplating this card, uh, so forth. Uh, next week, we're going to be talking about the Wheel of Fortune. And that's going to be a great one. That's key number 10, the Wheel of Fortune. So that's next week. Uh, join us on Wednesday. Angel and I do our spirit work show. And if you haven't listened to that yet, please check it out. I think you're going to really dig it. Uh, we're talking about psychic awareness, spirit, spirits, angels, uh, angel, who is the co-host of the show, uh, his uh, experience as a clairvoyant and as a very uh, super intuitive and empathic person. Uh, will, and he's also a counselor. He has a lot of great insights to share uh, about how to transform your life and how to get in touch with that spiritual awareness and that uh, psychic awareness within and so forth. So I think you're really going to enjoy that if you haven't heard that. Uh, he's at, at Angel on the Eighth Day, uh, if you want to learn more about him. I am at CosmicEye.org, and you can find out more about all our shows and uh, our tarot products and so forth there. And we actually have some really interesting stuff uh, coming up soon, so keep checking back there. We're going to have uh, uh, two, two new decks uh, available very soon. They're decks that were very limited editions before, and we're going to have uh, more of those available, so that's exciting. We're looking forward to that, so keep checking back. And if you want, you can sign up for our newsletter there as well uh, to get uh, uh, discounts and special things and so forth through there. All right, well, thank you again for joining us. Uh, I'm at, at Cosmic Itero. If you have any questions or you want to hit me up there, you, something you'd like to hear on, uh, on the show with Angel and I, uh, let us know. Uh, blessings and light to you all. Have a great week. Uh, goodbye and God bless.